Welcome to episode 192 of the podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary. <gasps> Hi. <laughs> Dude, I was listening to our last episode or I was probably watching on YouTube, you know, before it went out and... uh the end was so funny because the wine was low and you're like, I guess that's it. And I was like, eh, 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 <laughs> oh my God. And then on our Patreon, which we recorded right oh, after, the, the Patreon that was, was so the funniest funny. fucking Patreon we've ever done. It was so good. We did so go, weird go. laws from around oh, the world. Yes, like, yes, is this yes, a real yes. law or not? And there was some <laughs> laws in America that are wild, yeah. wild. Wackadoodle. Add in the wine where I'm like, there's no way that's something. That could have happened. Only in America. <laughs> and Only Tina's America. the one who sees the answer. So, so she'll click something and she goes, come on. And I'm like, wait, what is it? Which one? Is it true or false? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so funny. What a week. I always, I thought that I, it was my turn to do a story too. Oh. Cause I did it. We did it in the recorded in the middle yeah. of the week and I kept going, Oh my God, is it my turn? Like even yeah. this morning I was like, oh, did I do a story? Was yeah. it my turn to do a story? I did my story early cause I'm under the weather. Yeah. And I kept thinking this week cause my throat was wrecked and I kept thinking that I sounded like, and I might sound like this to our listeners. Do you remember in Beetlejuice? The lady, the intake lady who like oh, from yeah. the cigarettes and she's like, yeah. like, that's what I feel like. I feel like I sound like her. Oh, the lady who was like their helper? Yeah. Oh, please. And she's got the smoke coming please. out. <laughs> she's got the smoke coming out of her throat. <laughs> I thought you meant like the beauty contestant who was like, this is reality for me. That's <laughs> through hell for them. That's death for them or whatever that was. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Uh, so much happening so do you want to start I only so because I wasn't feeling well the only thing that really caught my attention and maybe when you bring up other stuff like it might ring a bell to me um but the Lauren Boebert oh am getting kicked out did you see the video last night oh I sure did oh my twitter is on she's getting her chest really taken care of and shit here's the thing I want to say something about this yeah I don't have problems with like PDA but I feel like it depends on the space like we're, we're all at the club and you guys yeah. are making out like oh my have god at, I, it at the club do yeah. your thing yeah oh my okay god. <laughs> but if you're <laughs> girl but if you are in the theater you know what I mean nobody wants to sit next to you during Beetlejuice and watch you get groped by someone like, it you know what is I mean? the what first it's of all so first of all a, there was a part of it that I was like holy this is so fucking hot there was a oh. part of it that I thought was like super hot yeah. but also she's a mother like let's take away the part that she's a congresswoman <laughs> which is also highly embarrassing oh my god but she there's this sexuality to this woman that she's very young good too for, good for her yes of course good for her but also you're a mother like let's just say let's say this wasn't you're not a congresswoman you're not famous and this wasn't caught on tape what if like a fellow mother from your school saw this like yeah. wouldn't you be a little bit embarrassed little by that bit, yeah I I mean I don't know and it's so bizarre and just the behavior and the thing is I think that this is someone who is so desperate for attention yeah so well, desperate for attention like she has to I mean there's no way that you are sitting in a theater yeah. or you're high or you're on yeah. you're she's on vaping something the she's vaping <laughs> the smoke in the middle of the theater out. she's got her hands going 
like have fun what about the hand in the guy's crotch she was rubbing his dick the whole time (laughs) like just it's like understand the space that you're in again you know what i mean like i feel like there's a time and a place like no 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 certain places you want to go do that like i say you're at the club you're here there but in the theater, she, yeah. when you have a person who is pregnant sitting behind you going, please, can you stop vaping? Yeah. Because you shouldn't be vaping in the theater anyway. And you <laughs> tell, as vaping a congressperson, so you tell that person that go F themselves. You know what I mean? No, no, no. She is the typical she, so gross. Like, Republican GOP buffangul kind of attitude oh now God. where they think Little they can do anything. Yeah. Like Manny Diaz Jr., oh, our education commissioner, God. who somebody tweeted, a reporter tweeted him a question, like something about salaries being paid by like federal salaries or something and he retweeted it and said cry more like yeah. they'd like to say to libs cry more yeah. like there's a there is a brazenness is that the right word yeah to their behavior and and she was behaving like that she was clearly like either uh, i i want to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she was inebriated i think she had but to like, be i, like, I mean or I high or whatever like i don't yeah. know let's just I, i'm not sure but let's say she was because i don't know otherwise why you would act that way except that we know that she's getting divorced and now there's this new man in her life. And when that happens, honey, listen, have at it. Yeah. The, have at it. it. But have also nothing. you should just stay home and fuck. Like, I don't know what you're going to the theater for. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, I mean, uh, I, and yeah. also it's Beetlejuice, which was also hilarious. Cause it's so like fucking oh low rent God. theater. Like, like, I don't know. This isn't like, we're going to the theater. We're going to see Beetlejuice, the yeah. musical. I mean, it's, a, I mean, we, it was here down here in Broward. It was supposed to be really good. I'm sure. But also, but, but the behavior of like behaving like that, you're, by the way, how can you even deny anything you do in public when there's cameras around us 24 seven? And she's like, I wasn't vaping. Her rep was like, there's no way she was vaping. And, and they now see the video the- is just smoke coming out now from these videos. Then the behavior of the groping. And then they're wa- you get the video tape oh of them all the way God. walking out of the theater, out the door. And she's pointing a finger like, do you know who I am to these people at the theater? Yeah. And that's like you should be hiding your face but they're not embarrassed they're not embarrassed by it which is shocking it's it's i i i mean when i saw those other uh whatever what do you call the cameras that you could see like that the security camera probably yeah but like that you see in the night i don't know oh oh it was was very um, clear like night vision vision. whatever the fuck i was like girl Girl oh is God. having some fun, but imagine like sitting, no, like if you're girl, sitting right next to them, I'd be like, that's what I kept you? looking like. Ew. Can the guy next to her see him totally touching I mean, her boob? Like, listen, my mom said, I think I saw her nipple. I was like, it probably was. It probably happened. My mom says nip though. No, oh, she says nip. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. Uh-oh. It's always funny. Yeah, it is actually. I like I think that. I see her nip. Oh, <laughs> I just, I, this is a sitting congressperson. And then for them to give <laughs> who barely like, won her seat, by the way, like had to go for a recount because it was barely, like barely yeah. won it. Who, who, and this other, this woman, then they walk out and they, they flip off people. And it's yeah. like, these are people at, at, at the theater. Guess what? The ushers and stuff yeah. are volunteers. They're old <laughs> right, people, right. typically retired people. Like I hope that's like my goal one day. Like when I oh, retire, yeah. I want to like usher at a theater so I can see shows and oh, like how real. fun would it be? You know? Yeah. Tell and idiots how to go to the bathroom, get yeah, out when you're you know, vaping. and then go stand. Yeah. And go, yeah. And now we got to deal with like, and this person who's a congressperson <laughs> flipping everybody off, this sense of entitlement is yeah. disgusting. It's, well, and also I've seen great, um, side by sides of a clip of on the bot. So it was a one screenshot, but on the top was her on the floor lecturing about groomers. 
Um, and on the f- bottom was it was it was muted, but you see her in the in the seats being groped. <laughs> yeah, and like there's children. It's a Beetlejuice. There's children yeah. all throughout that theater. Yeah, one of the best uh, videos I saw was when they did the gro- the groping. They throw them out, and you see her walking out, and she's doing like this, and you see two people who work there standing by like the concession stand and these two women and they looked at they were watching her and they look at each other and they're like yeah <laughs> they give each other that that, that looks like girl yeah <laughs> like, what is wrong with you i mean how but, embarrassing but, but you, you know, know they went home and oh girl they probably they had did. fun but but you know what i was thinking too that her ex is also someone who oh he's a creep is incapable yeah. of containing himself yeah We've heard those those nine one one tapes, by yeah. the way, from the house. Like you know? the kid, the son calling nine one one. I think he was fourteen, yeah. or thirteen, calling nine one one because the father is coming, to, trying to get into the house, and yeah. and the mother and Lauren gets on. You don't need to send the police. The police, are, you know, it was yeah. it's horrifying. It's this horrifying. was happening, and now their mother's out there on tape being you know, groped. Right, and now imagine this <laughs> Mommy for these has a kids, <laughs> because now they got to go to school. Oh no, and and, and, yeah. and kids are probably showing that video. Or oh you know, my like, god, no, it's horrible. You know, it's horrible. Uh, it, it's and not to say that you have to censor yourself or or your sexuality or anything like that, but like again, like you have to think about how is this impacting the other people in your life, right. and if you have young kids or that kind of thing. Like, I mean, young kids are waiting for stuff like that. You know what I mean? She's got no sense. She has no sense. She's selfish. Yeah, she's disgusting. And the only other person I wanted to mention, and I sent this out to you guys, was this, um, our school board member, Daniel Fogenholy, Mm. was on some kind of podcast. And on the podcast, I guess he was talking about imposter syndrome, you know, and (laughs) he would know, he would know because maybe he shouldn't be sitting in that seat. He's an imposter. Yeah, he's an imposter. And he... The, the 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 notes from the podcast says that that Fogenholy reminds us that God qualifies the called instead of the called being qualified, and wow, I am just so shocked that one that he would openly admit that he is not qualified for this job, but the fact that he is just going to say, well, God told me I have to do this, and that that call from God is qualification enough. And I'm sorry, but it's not. But also, I'm sorry. haven't we dismissed the calling from God back when George W. was talking about I how mean, God told him to go to war? Yeah. Remember? Please. Oh, I talked to God last night. That little, that motherfucker literally said that. Like, weren't we laughing about that 20 yeah. fucking years ago or whatever? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. He's another one. Him and the other one, Alston. Oh, Get God. the fuck out. Nobody's out. looking for you. No. Nope obstructionists who you know they do. have no reason to be there except that you you suck DeSantis's asshole clean yeah yeah who's soon going to be back in the governor's office doing god knows what speaking of DeSantis oh did you hear what this motherfucker is doing on the campaign trail tell me he's trying to basically water down that the six-week abortion oh, ban yes. isn't that bad yes. it's not putting women and girls in harm's way he he's like, doesn't to, know his own bill he's trying to distance himself from one of the most harmful and dangerous pieces of legislation that's ever been passed in the country. These six-week abortion bans are fucking death sentences for women and girls and anyone else with a uterus. Fucking death sentences for women who wanted to have a baby and something horrible goes wrong with the pregnancy and they're sent home and they go into sepsis and could fucking die. This is, these are real stories happening in Texas and Florida. And now he's on the campaign trail, which is the only reason he passed it, is because he thought... 
that everybody thought like he did. Yeah, no. Which they don't because the world no. is not full of monsters like no. you. And he- Or the people of Florida, Now people sorry. of Florida are suffering from this. Yeah. People who fucking live here are suffering families. This isn't just women and girls. The people around them have to watch them suffer because of what you did because you thought it would help you, your presidential campaign, which is failing. He has now dropped to the single digits of approval Ooh, ratings. Nobody likes you. loser. You're a fucking loser. How dare you? dare you how dare you saddle us with these horrible laws and then try to back away from them on the campaign trail which is the only reason you wanted them in the first place oh my you don't God. give a fuck about life a culture of life go fuck yourself him and his goddamn quacky ass doctor telling people under 65 not to get the no, goddamn over, cath vaccine. over 65 over 65 to get the no 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 He's telling people under 65 not to get the vaccine booster. He's saying everybody elderly should get it. Oh, I thought it was the opposite. I thought he was telling old people not to do no, it. No, he's telling young, younger people oh, not to get okay. it, that you don't need it. Oh. By, by the way, and I'd also like to read this because I saw this last night on Twitter. Anthony jerk. Mann from, the, from uh, Sun Sentinel said this. One, Florida has the highest COVID hospitalization rate in the United States. Two, CDC, FDA, and 70% of Floridians say vaccines are safe and effective. That's a lot of Republicans and independents, you dopey motherfucker. And also DeSantis and Ladapo, that's his Surgeon General, said oh, people that, under so 65 shouldn't get the shots. That idiot. So there's a Florida poll from USF and FAU that finds wide partisan divide on COVID vaccines. Democrats 30 points more willing to receive ongoing vaccine boosters than Republicans. Republicans trust in guidance from public health officials 40 points less than Dems. So think about I, that, I, 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 how I, weird that is. I don't understand. When, I would love someone to do some sort of study mm. to trace when we stopped believing in science and medicine in the United States. Well, what, I mean, cause it was before COVID. I mean, I feel like, yes, I feel like really, there's always been that percentage. Yeah. But, but, but it's, I don't now. know. I don't know if it was when all of that stuff with the MMR vaccine mm. being linked to autism mm. and that guy turned out to be a quack, right? It was one doctor. It was one, one doctor. And it was all that. a lie and it's yep. come out and there are still people today who insist yeah. not to get their children vaccinated like i wish that they could go back and look at photos of children who have died of those diseases and the pain that they go through and that you're not going to protect your child or have a herd immunity right because if we dip below a certain percent it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not from that disease you are still at risk for getting it that's why you need the herd immunity right to right. try to stop it but the fact that polio might come back you know what I mean? I, I told you there's a there's a uh, there's a Robert F Kennedy measles. Jr. Um, story that I'm gonna do about vaccines that is so fucking wild. I don't know if I don't know a lot of people who know about it, but it is a fucking crazy story, and it's the the spread of this misinformation. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, no, there's always been that very low percentage. Low like, percent. Like when 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 COVID first started, they said that. Remember, there was always the people who like didn't trust, right? Didn't, because. You have those outliers. Humans are don't all think right, the same. And so right. there's going to be, but it's also misleading because of the, the autism, but also misleading because we had a president who misled people right. and lied and said, don't trust the media. Don't right. trust the news people. And this is what happens. This is eventually what happens. And so, and you have people in your family who literally don't re, uh, trust the truth of something that's in their face. Right. People you love and know that just don't they aren't don't even, believe it. They don't believe it. They don't believe it. And then and listen, and, a lot uh, like I mean, how many people died during COVID because they wouldn't get a vaccine? They wouldn't 
You know what I mean? They didn't right. follow the rules. Put the mask on. It'll she, lower yeah, your chances before, that. before vaccines. Lo- it'll lower your chances. And they walked around and they had parties yep. and they all got COVID and a lot of people died, especially people who were like radio, Christian radio show hosts, yep. pastors, people who were like, we're not getting, we're not going to wear masks. No, you're not going to put a mask on me. And they fucking died. And they, they didn't died. have to. And they didn't have to. Yeah, it's wild. But they also, didn't have to. This is and how. Remember, this those, is how we get rid last, of idiots. Sorry, la- right? Bye. Well, and the last like a uh, 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 FaceTime with families. Remember, they would hold it and go, "Oh my God, I wish I would have taken the vaccine. I wish I would have listened." It's really fucked up. That is so much. How do how does does Trump and and all of these people? How do they walk around every day with the weight of those lives on their shoulders? They and if they and if it's not weighing on them, then I mean, what kind of human being are they? I, a, a person who lacks empathy. I mean, you have that. You have that cuckoo, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm. who's vying for the vice presidency, <laughs> who went on the other day to talk about climate change and was like, in the ice age, were they paying taxes? Were they looking at cl-? like she has? She. We I'm get not, we get everything we deserve. I gotta tell like, you, I, I if don't, Trump gets reelected uh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene's the vice president, oh my god, we get everything we deserve. But but here's really. the, here's the thing I want to say. Like I don't want to exclude people from running for office, right? I don't think that you have to have a Harvard degree. I don't think that you have to be some rich ass person. But I do think there should be some qualification, right? Like that that like I don't know what they can do, but a person like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who clearly has absolutely no sense. She is unintelligent. Okay. Yeah. But she's unintelligent and she is making decisions on laws that impact people. Like I, but, I but, just, but, but you have to hold on a second. Our forefathers, <laughs> they had all these systems in place. She was duly elected by a group right. of people. If they, if she's elected that way, it doesn't matter what she's saying. If she, if right. she's elected, it's freedom of speech. Right. And they put her back in office, which they did. Which they did. She then that's what the, that's the, the representative brain power until to, she breaks to, the law in some way that they can get her on. That's it. That's who we have. And you know, I was watch, I was listening to this podcast, and it's definitely something I'm going to cover. But that Fourteenth Amendment that a lot of states are now asking that Trump's not included on their ballots because he should well, not be because he, he be. incited a riot in this country, uh, an insurrection, uh, is really interesting. And the reason that was in place was because. I think it was Jackson came into office, not Andrew Jackson, but there was another president Jackson. I got to look it up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on the podcast, but this is a thing. He was saying he was, he was going to pardon all like like they pardoned all of the civil war motherfuckers right right from the South and, and everybody, the northerners and everybody in Congress was like, uh Oh yeah, we can't trust the president. Right. Right. So we need to put something in place that if they are part of X, Y, and Z, they can't, take place they can't become president and so the 14th amendment exists for that reason that we can't trust that the person that's elected is going to be a good guy and so what's our fallback if that happens and that's why this 14th amendment was was in there is to protect us protect us from a more a, a crazy person like trump being elected again right because they didn't ever foresee that a president being elected would do something so bad. Right. And I think it was Andrew Jackson. I think it was Jackson too. I think it, but, yeah. but I mean, I'm going to do it on the, cause I think the 14th no, amendment needs yes. to really be discussed. And in Colorado, they're, they're trying to throw this through Colorado right now. They tried in Florida and some Trump judge threw it out, but like he should not be on the ballot. He shouldn't be on the ballot. No. 
He, like, he should not He's be. actually being tried. He's going to have a court case for being a part of this. Oh, I, all I want is this man in jail. I know. But the money that this man makes, like the money he made off of, off of the presidency, the money that, that his, his dirtbag son, son-in-law, his dirtbag son-in-law, and these people are worshipped? And, and did worshipped? you see that, that Jared Kushner, Papa, Papa Kush gave the president uh, or President Trump a couple million dollars? Remember he pardoned him? He mm-hmm. just gave a couple million dollars to his campaign. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting to me. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. He's probably like, pay up, buddy. Yeah. A couple local things I wanted to talk about. Um, Broward College is a local college here. It's a great school. Tina yeah. taught there once upon a time, right? I said teach yeah. there, yes. Um, <laughs> it's a great school to, I mean, it's well regarded. It's, you know, it's a good school. Yeah, it has and, a very, like their nursing program is like top notch. Yeah. And the thing that's great about schools like Broward College and community colleges, a lot of community colleges get like shit for being community college, but um, it's such a great way for people who don't have a lot of money to get that two-year degree, yeah. offset the cost of college. And then once you get your AA from your two-year, um, you typically there's a reciprocal program where you can get into any of the state yeah. colleges in your state. Um, so you have access to the remaining two years and it's not as like hard on the pocketbook. Right, exactly. You know. So um, there is a president at Broward College named Greg Hale. And Greg, who by the way is 45 years old and has been president of the college since for five years so he was 40 which is incredible to me when I read how old he was that he's been for five years he's been the president of school very well regarded in the community business owners like elected officials love this guy the the board of trustees loves this guy he out of nowhere resigns this week puts in a letter of resignation oh I didn't hear about this and and everybody was like what the fuck right Uh so the board of trustees has a I think it was a regular scheduled meeting uh oh. This guy Greg Hale was not there, and in the letter he was just like, "Thank you so much for this opportunity." Never t- doesn't talk any kind of shit. They, I was so great to work with the board. Well, apparently, uh oh. In February of twenty three, DeSantis had appointed three people to the board of trustees, and if you look, apparently, if you look at the meeting minutes of all these meetings since then, oh. they've been questioning things that he's done, asking for special things, da, 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 da. He never says anything about them and reporters have tried to call him. He will not have any comment. He just wants to be like, thank you so much. He's I'm a out. gentleman. I'm out. A gentleman, right? So the board of trustees had a meeting this week and I mean, people like Perry Thurston, who's a former state senator, was there and they were like, what are you guys doing? And they said, we're not going to accept this resignation because the board is like shocked and they don't, nobody wants him to leave. They're all begging him to stay. They're going to talk to him and try to get him to stay because they are shocked that this is happening. But there's people who spoke at this board of trustees meeting and they're like, y'all have been bothering this man. Right. And so he's just trying to be like, see you later and not get involved because what's happening at FAU trying to look for a president. Like it's a mess here. Can you imagine Randy Fine at freaking FAU? Yeah. So uh, anyway, he's, he seems like a really good guy. And it's a shame that we're having this brain drain in Florida where there's good people running schools in charge, part of the community. I mean, the community people who came out and spoke on behalf of this man, like yeah. the Chamber of Commerce, like really, really important people that he worked with in the community for I the mean, benefit that, of the students in and, the school. Well, and that school, man... 
that school helps so many people get an affordable education. Yeah. And this goddamn governor yeah. on his crusade yeah. to turn this entire state into some kind of Christian college world. Like, I, I'm done with it. Like, yeah. when are we all going to just fucking protest? Like, I, I want people in the streets. Like, I like everybody stop going to all these fucking schools. Yeah. What happens then when all the students go, go fuck yourself. It's really And don't up. go to classes. And the professors say, we're not goddamn teaching until those members of the board are removed. Right. That, I mean, listen, that's the kind of thing that's going to have to happen. You know? Like, I, I don't know how else. We need organization. We need organization. I've been reading a letter from a Birmingham jail. Oh. And it's such a beautiful letter. And Everybody and, should go read that letter from a Birmingham and, jail by Martin Luther King Jr. And the four steps of, of um, that leads to direct action yep. that he outlines in this letter. Like, I, I'm like, can we, we need, we need a leader to help us in this state to follow these steps and like try to make a change. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it all matters. It all counts. It all's going, it's all going to the same place. And it's just a shame that we're losing good people. And maybe, I mean, I really don't know the reasons he left and, Maybe it's things that there's other things it happening in his, personal, in his but life I, in his world. Yeah, that's like life it. that we don't know. <laughs> but like, you know, I don't. I don't know. I just I don't know anything about him except everything I read was like incredible, and I felt I felt terrible. And it's also like a giant mystery. But then when I read that these three board members were board of trustees, I was like, oh, and I, oh, and oh. why does the governor get to appoint the board of trustees? That's, listen. Why does the governor like he gets it's, to remove there, people and appoint people all the time? Fogan holy. Like, I, I mean, mean, this happens all the time. I'm just so sick of it. Like, I get that, like, the governor has to have some power, but like, can we let local municipalities do local work? Like, I don't understand. Well, see, now I don't know because, like, he just removed, there's a, it just happened in the last two days, but there was a Miami Dade commissioner who was arrested for uh, money laundering, yes, all yes, kinds of extortion, yes, yes. all kinds of bad that, shit. Yeah. And he just removed him yesterday. Okay, and, that, and you I committed think, a crime. And Fine. I, but the problem is, and I think it said that the Miami-Dade has to appoint them. Like, uh, maybe Miami-Dade has a different sort yeah, of set of rules. like a charter. Maybe, but like, um, you know, it's, it's difficult because if you've got like, when those four Broward board members were removed, right. like all those women uh, are sitting on the border people sitting on the board they could ha be like oh well i want my friend to sit here like do we really want somebody right. else appointing that like uh, you know i mean but there's got to be something there's got to be that's some where elections come or, in that's or, where or elections come into play process like i i know i don't understand enough about it and anyway <sighs> here's the other right. thing that is exciting uh we've got an update on in tamarack so I told you guys about the Shaker Village uh, Association yeah. where Marlon Bolton, who is the uh, commissioner in Tamarack and a couple of the people on his commission uh, voted to buy this clubhouse and yeah. the land that it's the clubhouse and demolish it because it's been sitting there, even though they got 600, this association got $600,000 from their insurance company to re to rebuild it. Uh, and God knows where that money is, but they voted to buy, City Tamarack's going to buy it and they're going to demolish this building and rebuild it upwards of $2 million for the whole thing. And now it's going to be a community center, even though it's in this association. And it was kind of all done, this vote, even though the mayor's on there going, this is not a good vote. Like, why are we yeah, doing this? Yeah. Um, the whole thing was done well. It blew up after that because uh, everybody in the, everybody in Tamarack's like, hell no, right? Yeah. So <laughs> they had a meeting this week and the morning of the meeting, a resident in that Shaker Village, you know, 
Complete community center. It's like a gay. Is this is like it's a, a gated, gated community. community? So well, how are people coming in and out of the yeah. gated community? It's a problem. That's a problem. the whole point that so people this, live in gated yeah. communities. So this woman filed an emergency temporary injunction to oh halt the sale because they were going to vote to finally vote to bu- to buy it that night because they had agreed that they were going to look into it and then they were going to vote on Tuesday night. I think it was to actually buy it and the the deal was going to be done. And so this woman files an emergency temporary injunction on behalf of the, as a resident to like stop this sale. And, uh, they, they go to this meeting and so she says she's filing this because she's worried about increased traffic with the clubhouse and because there's going to be all kinds of residents people coming in, in and out, out of there. Like what the hell yeah, are security, they thinking? You know, like, like who are these people now driving yeah, around the, the this neighborhood? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Also she's, she's worried about increased taxes because once this new clubhouse is there, it could be property right. values go up yeah. and she's like, I don't want to pay more taxes. So now it is that also the association has to actually vote. The homeowners. Yeah. Says, to say, course. yes, we'll sell this to them. They never did that. So now they have to actually vote to say yes, we want the and city to buy it. And they're going to say no. But so, where's the 600? Why don't they just rebuild it themselves no, and tell gone. the city it's to It's gone. Up? It's gone. It's gone. God knows. It is wild. And this, the county is still doing their investigation of like, they want all those texts and emails and everything that went back and forth of like, whose idea was this to do this? Yeah. Why are you doing this? So like, who's be- who's personally benefiting yeah, this from this? this is very odd. So... They have to have a 75% vote to sell this. And here's something that's really funny and kind of shady as fuck. Residents of the Shaker Village complex received letters in the mail that encouraged them to vote to approve the sale. And they came with $25 gift cards. <gasps> and no one knows who sent them. There's a number on there you can call. 25 to every resident? Yeah. Who? That's a lot of money. Yeah, $25 gas cards. And they, there's like 20, there's, um, a phone number on there. And so the reporters were calling it and texting it. Well, and nobody it, was it, answering it. And it's like it. a dead number. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those, uh, like fake. Yeah. Anyway. Google and numbers. also the people who live in other parts of Tamarack are like, no, you're not going to use our tax dollars to buy this building in a, in a gated community. Yeah. We don't want this. We don't want this. 25. How many people live in, in, in there? I, I don't know. But also like, you know, That's that, a that lot Marlon of money. Bolton, that Marlon Bolton's like, the east side is ignored and we don't have a place. And, you know, stop so acting somewhere like, else. But also, Build stop acting else. like, but also, Mr. Bolton, please stop acting like you give a fuck about the east side of Tamarack. Everything that he does personally benefits him. You live in Shaker Village. That's a problem. Don't you see? How fucking uh, weird that is that you would then say, I want X, Y, and Z to happen in this neighborhood, which is shady as fuck. Do you think the city has endless amount of dollars to, to do this kind of work? Also, if you care so much about Shaker Village, go find out from your association where the fuck the $600,000 is. I know. That you all got, you pay insurance there. All your insurance that you pay there in your- It should be in some account. Homeowner association fees. That's for insurance and taxes in your community. How do you lose $600,000? They don't. They probably spent it on something else. Instead of that. And meanwhile, you drive down Commercial Boulevard, you see this horrible building standing there. Like, aren't you embarrassed by this? Why don't you take accountability about where you live instead of going, I know the city of Tamarack, the endless piggy bank of city of Tamarack is going to do this. Get the fuck out of here. This is wild to me. It's fucked up. This is wild. And people are because not happy. Because even if there were like, say, 200 families in there, that'd be like five grand. Mm-hmm. And there's probably more than 200 families in there. Who's shelling out five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 in gas cards? I could guess, but I'd, I'd have to say allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> like I, everything's kind of allegedly. That that's what I have. Someone yeah. who's our investigator get the bulldog on this story. It's it is a wild, 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 wild. The grift 
in Tamarack. Uh. It's heavy. And and also anybody, including like the city attorney, by the way, who's paid their city attorney is who, you know, city attorneys well. have the private work and then they can also be hired by a city to right. sit in the meetings and review things. He's paid $50,000 a month. $50,000 a month. A and month? he was the one going, oh, he was buddies with Marlon Bolton and he's perfectly fine with this deal. And now- 50000 a month. A month. And now- That can't be. Uh, uh, I'm going to look it no, up. No, no, no. no. I, mean, I read I'm it in the article. Be, but I read it in the article crap. and I was like, holy shit. For Tamara? Yeah, I'm going to make sure because I want to make sure I read that correctly. Oh, no, you're right. Is I it just, okay, I, okay, so um, new Tamarack City Attorney- is it Hans Ottenot? So oh, I have something pulled up. It's um, that's a shit ton of money, girl. Oh my god! Like I, I now I want to research every city in Broward and see how many of these, how much money these city attorneys are making. Like I think it's outrageous. Like I get it that you have to like, you know, you have a very important job and you're sitting on the dais once a month or whatever the hell it is. But it's probably twice a month. But also I'm sure they're like reviewing things all the time and giving advice. Right, I mean, but, they have to give advice. But Fifty grand a month. I would say it's a city job. You're a public servant. Give the guy 80 grand a year. I'm sure that's... And you're making your other I'm salary. I'm sure it's more in larger cities, by the way. Oh my you know? God. Anyway, stay, keep, I'll keep you all informed about Tamarack because I am dying to see how this turns out. I mean, I'd be furious if this was my city. I'd be oh, fucking I would lose my furious. Mind. And, and, and it's, the whole thing is stupid. The last thing I wanted to say is that I've been watching the most amazing television show, oh. and I'm sure that you know about it. It's on Hulu, and it's Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. You have to watch this with uh, your kids and your husband. Welcome all, to Wrexham. Yeah. It is so charming and so beautiful of a story. It's a documentary. It's Ryan Reynolds oh. and Rob McCallinary. I can never say his name right. He's an actor on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which yes. I've never watched. I haven't either. Yeah. But these two crazy motherfuckers bought a football team oh, yeah. in yes. Wales. Yes, yes. I know that they... Oh, my Oh, my husband would love this then. This is the story about this town, this community, the football club. It's so fucking good. I can't even tell you how amazing the story is and these two coming in and buying this club to like bring it back up because I, I'm sure that you're aware of it, but I wasn't aware that there's like this pyramid of levels yes. for football teams. Oh, and, and you're never guaranteed. Yeah. So like you're never guaranteed. They said, they said imagine like the Yankees are the greatest baseball team, right? And they, they, yeah. all, they're winning, winning, winning all these seasons. Right. The next season, if they start losing, they could drop they in levels drop. where they're playing against the farm league in Kansas yep. now. Right. Yeah. And so. Which is kind of cool. Like that's the thing I kind of like about. It's amazing. Uh, soccer. It's like. Like yeah, the, you never not, know. You're not yeah. guaranteed to yeah. just be like in, in the top yeah. tier just because so of who you are. This team for like over 10 years has been at this bottom level and you have to get to only one team a year can move up to the next level. And so they're trying to get up and the season with the struggles and the community and the history. It, and then they come to town and they're all fucking excited. And cause the community kind of owns the team. They yeah. save the team. Yeah. And so they have to convince these, this community to like allow them to come in and buy the team. And then they buy the stadium. It's just so fucking good. Oh, and there's another can season. Can I go live there? I want to live there because now, you know, I'm watching it and I walk out. I'm like, hello, time to go to school children. Like I'm, now I'm talking in my accent because I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. And also, like, I'm not the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan, by the way. Oh, I think he's funny. He's funny. 
I just, I've seen him lately in like, um, like interviews. Like he did that David Letterman show on Netflix. My oh, next guest, yeah, 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 yeah introduction yeah. or whatever. And he was kind of like, I don't know. He was like with his glasses, his arms, his legs crossed and talking seriously. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Right? Like what an arrogant asshole. Now <laughs> see, I, I watch- could see that arrogant vibe. I yeah. get it. But now I'm watching this show and I'm like, he's a fucking saint. Him and this other guy. <laughs> I mean, this guy Rob is incredible too. Like just, and his whole thing was like, he grew up in Philadelphia with the Eagles. And like, that was like, it's part of like who you are is cheering for yeah. these teams and being a part of, and this community in Wales is so sweet. Aww. And the players are incredible. Like just, they love it. And then yeah. you see them winning and losing and the heart of it all. And like getting the players, it's very Ted Lasso-esque Aww. of like, we need a new coach. We need a midfielder. We need a this. We need to put money into this. We need... It is so fucking good. I can't wait to watch it. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. And I know just from briefly like seeing things on Twitter, like whatever, over the last year that they do start to do well, but I'm not like not there yet. But I know that like everything they put into this has really, and it, I remember reading an article of like, if you can have like these, these angels come in and like dump money into a school, all of a sudden you see when they have the resources, you see these children starting to achieve and become you know. I would love that. I would love to see money. Anyway, on spent. Hulu, welcome to Wrexham. Okay. I want I want a Wrexham jersey. I want Let's I like do it. I am so and they have like people dressed as Deadpool running around the town now. Oh my I, god. It's so fucking funny. It's that so is good. So so hilarious. good. There's one part, this one episode where they finally go to the town to visit the town. And you know, they're like rock stars basically walk around these tiny streets. People are just coming out. And so they had a whole schedule. And the last thing on the schedule was to go to this pub that's right next to the stadium. It's been there forever. And they're going to have drinks with some local guys. Yeah. And they walk in, it's like six guys sitting at the bar and they walk in. <laughs> this one guy goes, what hour is this now, lads? Like they're late. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds starts laughing. He's like, oh my God, I feel like I know you already. <laughs> they're fucking doing shots. I'm, oh my so God. Fucking good. Oh. And then they're like, what do you think about what we've done so far? And the guy's like, this manager's shit. You don't have him. We don't want him on the team. And he's like, well, all right, but we, we got to give him a chance. Like, ah, get him out. It's oh so my God. It's so fucking good. Aww. I know. I love it. So it's amazing. I'll amazing. have to definitely check it out. Hey, this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From the Infectious Groove Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams, then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there, but we always have fun with it. Oh, I'm sure I'll say something dumb. Subscribe to the Infectious Groove Podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. All right, what 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 you got? Okay, today I'm going to tell you the story of former Muncie, Indiana Mayor Dennis Tyler. Mm. So Dennis Tyler's term as mayor was coming to an end in 2019, but instead of a celebratory send-off, he was indicted on corruption charges. Oh my gosh. So our story takes place in, I think I'm saying it Muncie, right. Muncie. 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 Muncie, Indiana in 2019. And according to Corey Olenkamp of Star Press, Tyler is a Muncie native. He's originally from the south side of the city and he was an alumnus of Muncie Central High School. He took office as the current mayor in 2011 after resigning from his position as a state legislator for District 
34, which he had held for six years starting in 2006. During his legislative career, he was reelected three times and played a significant role in committees related to the state's veterans affairs, public safety, employment, labor, roads, transportation, and more. Right. In January of 2019, he announced that he wouldn't be running for re-election after serving two terms. He was 76 at the time. Jesus. And it's like, every time I see these, and I'm not trying to be mm. ageist, oh but like, my God. dude. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did you just see that Nancy Pelosi is going to yeah, run again? I She's did. like 82. I did. What are we doing? California. Tell her to get out. California. San Francisco oh area. My God. Get it together. You don't have a young Democrat over there that can take this There's seat? There's got to be somebody. Stop it. Stop. Oh, my God. This is an outrage. It's a fucking uh, outrage. Like, we're sick of it. We're sick of it. You know, I've been listening She's to podcasts. 82? I was listening to podcasts talking about Biden's age. And, like, you know, what What we don't talk about is that Trump is as old as Biden. They're the same age. But because he's so crazy, all we talk about is how crazy he is. Yeah. We need to talk about how he's old and crazy. Yeah. Senile. Yeah. That's he's the out, term. He says crazy when things, but he's also crazy, an old motherfucker. Senile. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> So he said basically he wanted to spend time with his family. Yeah, good. But at the time that he was resigning, there was also this FBI investigation kind of swirling around. Uh Uh-oh. So despite that, he claimed at the time that the investigation had nothing to do with his decision to not to run again. (laughs) Which uh, we don't believe you. Sure. All right. So basically... The major incident, what Tyler did was just stupid. This is like not some big major story, but like he's just dumb. And he took $5,000 in 2015 to make sure that a certain company got a $110,000 demolition work contract. And the thing is, according to the press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Southern District of Indiana, Tyler passed on other bids that were lower in cost. So he's basically, he's Mm. screwing the city over financially, right? There's all these bids come in. Like, that's how it works. We've talked about it before. Like, whatever the job is, these companies put in their bids. And then the city should review all the bids. And typically, you would maybe want to pick something that would be more fiscally responsible. But he doesn't do that because he took $5,000. Like, it's the stupidest thing. Like, five grand? Like, it's not like $100,000. I just... I don't know. Like to me, like why are you throwing your whole career away? Is it away possible that he was doing five thousand dollars? Is it possible he'd been he'd done this before? Maybe and, and never this got is like caught? the only one, you yeah. know. And like also, you're in your seventies, right? Seventy six at the time of his indictment. I mean, I've had love, this long career, uh, yeah. And now you're gonna like risk sitting in jail at seventy six for some stu- to give some contractor a contract? Like I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. No. I don't know. I mean, I'd like someone to hand me five G's right now. I was but thinking, like, I was just going to say that. It's not I, worth I'd going love for to someone to just hand me $5,000. You know what I mean? Destroying your reputation, yeah, all of no, that. No. I don't know. So the way it went down, it was classic. He was given the money in a parking lot <laughs> by a former <laughs> Muncie superintendent of sewer maintenance and engineering, Tracy Barton, who also found himself charged in what the feds called Operation Public Trust. And this operation took place between 2015 and 2018. So that's what they're investigating. So there was a bunch of people doing shady stuff. And um, this mayor was um, one of them, Mm. right? So he wasn't the only one. Um, Like I said, there were dozens others arrested or involved in the operation. A Fox News article 
noted that the total jobs that the contractor got ended up being more than $250,000 worth of jobs. So oh, it's this shit. classic like pay to play yeah, he story. He gets five thousand. This company making two fifty. Yeah, I mean, what it doesn't the fuck? make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. So the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Indiana, um, their press release also explained that the City of Muncie and the Muncie Sanitary District awarded the excavation contractor hundreds of thousands of dollars in contrast for various city projects. These contracts were linked to kit- kickbacks paid to Tyler and Barton. And they encompassed work related to the Nebo Commons commercial development and the construction of a large sporting goods store. So like I said, there's all these other people. So this contractor's like, here's five grand to you. Here's 10 grand to you. Here's five. You know what I mean? And they're like collecting all these contracts. So um, this is the other thing. Tyler had a city contractor remove a tree from his uh, yard. So that was another thing they got him Mm. on. It's a stupid thing. The job was an $1,800 job, but it was in exchange for the contractor to be able to keep his name on the list of eligible bidders for work done in Muncie. So, I mean, for 1800 bucks, like it's, it's so <sighs> stupid. So he also got himself in trouble by trying to cover things up. So the oh, feds are sniffing go. around this is it. and they realize that there's a contractor who got paid for work that was never done. And he tried to get a couple of the employees to testify that they had requested bids from that contractor. But that wasn't true. And the employer, the employees were like, we're not going to say that, right? Like, they're going to say like, oh, we requested these bids and that's why Good this guy's them. name is there. Yeah, no. But like, like he's going to have them risk their jobs and livelihood Ooh, because he's being shady. Like, that's like so messed up to me. So he was ended up uh, charged with one count of theft of government services. And at the time, uh, Tyler's colleague... Councilman Brad Polk stated that hearing news of Tyler's arrest was, quote, disappointing. Mm. And he added, quote, the citizens elect people and put their trust in them. It's a black eye, that's for sure. It doesn't make the city look very good, even though we are hardworking and 99.9% of us do good every day. So he takes a plea deal. And WTHRNBC reported that he was sentenced in November of 2021 to one year and one day with three years supervised release, and he had to pay $15,250 in restitution. So in the deal, he basically copped to taking the five grand in 2015 to ensure that $110,000 demolition work went to that unnamed company. Mm. And he told the judge at sentencing, quote, I stand before you so ashamed, sorry, and absolutely scared to death for what might happen next. Okay. And he should have been scared because he was looking at 10 years. Oh my gosh. And so like that, die in so there. that plea deal though, um, you know, gets him a year. Okay. Right. So like, um, he, he kind of, you know, but still a year in jail and you're 76. Like, you don't know what the hell happens in there. Damn. So the aftermath, like many others before him, Tyler didn't serve his full sentence. <sighs> After not even six months, he was released. And now the article that I read it just said that he was, um, he was like released, but it could have, and like the language of it meant like he could have been released to a halfway house or he could have been released to his home on house arrest. Um, but like whatever, I forget what the label was, it could be either or, and they didn't specify like which one it was. Right. And then acting U.S. Attorney uh, John Childress had this to say after Tyler's sentencing, Mr. Tyler's greed caught up with him and he will now be held accountable the citizens of Muncie and the hardworking city employees deserved better out of their mayor. 
and hopefully this sentence will help restore, restore some public trust and confidence in the government that serves them. I mean, no. I have no trust in government. No. I have a very little trust in government. Yeah, no. After doing the show, oh, like, no. everybody sucks. Like, yeah. every level, people are corrupt, and it's so gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> special <laughs> agent, FBI special agent in charge of the case, Paul Keenan, had this to say. This sentence shows that public corruption will not be tolerated. Mr. Tyler was entrusted by the community to represent their interest, but instead chose to betray that trust through his abuse of public office for his personal gain. He also said public corruption is a top criminal investigative priority for the FBI, and we encourage the public to continue to come forward and report abuses of public office. And he was succeeded, uh, Tyler was succeeded by um, this guy, Dan Redenauer, who was a Republican. So just as a side note, Tyler was the first Democrat elected to that mayor position in over 20 years. And like, this is what you do. This is what you do. You know, at the <laughs> state level, maybe he was doing stuff like this. Couldn't Dude, that, couldn't I that mean, have been possible? Probably. Who knows? I mean, just somewhere out of the blue. Like, what could be going on in his personal yeah, like life what, that you what just all of a sudden compels someone in money? your 70s to, like, do that? He's got to have a good pension from, like, yeah. the state. He's got, you know, I don't remember what his jobs were prior. It's just bizarro. So I wanted to just touch on the eight other people who were charged in Operation oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Public Trust. <laughs> there was Tracy Barton, 51, of uh, Selma, Indiana, who was indicted for conspiracy to commit wire fraud, mm. falsification of documents in a federal investigation and witness tampering. His case is still pending. Jeff Burke, 55, um, Muncie, Indiana, indicted September 2018 for bank fraud, false statements to agents of the FBI, obstruction of grand jury proceedings. His case is pending. Rodney Barber, 53, Muncie, Indiana, indicted May 2019, com conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, and false statements, case pending. Phil Nichols, 75, Muncie, Indiana, indicted in March 2020 for conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, and witness tampering, case pending. Deborah Nicole Grigsby, 47, Muncie, Indiana, indicted in March 2020, conspiracy to commit wire fraud and wire fraud, Case pending. Case pending. It's three years. I know. Jess Neal, 54, Yorktown, Indiana, indicted March 2020 for conspiracy to commit wire fraud and wire fraud. All of these are case pending. Um, and then Tony Franklin, 62, Yorktown, Indiana, indicted in March 2020. Two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, two counts of wire fraud, two counts of false statements. And then finally, Greg Nichols, 42, Selma, Indiana, indicted February 2017 for 16 counts of wire fraud, theft of government funds, 16 counts of money laundering. He was sentenced in 2019 to two years in prison with three years of supervised release and ordered to pay $217,892 in restitution. So all of them together were in this Operation Public Trust. And whatever this unnamed construction company was paying a lot of money to a lot of people to make a, a bunch of money. And now all these yahoos are going to go to jail. Fucking idiots. You know? Fucking idiots. <laughs> so there you go. Good story. I mean, short but sweet, but it's... Yeah. You know, I was like, these idiots. But don't you think these are the mo more common yes, like crimes that happen like, in politics? I just don't understand why you think you're not going to get caught. <laughs> what is compelling you to cheat I mean, the I gotta, people of the community that you've been elected to serve? I, I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Bruh. And I think there are people that go into politics deliberately because they want to see 
how they can scam the system. Well, yeah. You know? That they're only in it for their own personal need. I would love to see, and I know there are some people that, that we love who are in it for the good of the people. Mm-hmm. But I think that, I don't know what the percentage is. Is it 50-50 that half of them, it's only about their damn ego. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't care about the people. They want that power. They want the recognition. They want the respect, whatever it is that comes with. They want to be groped. Holding that office. They want to be groped at shows without yeah. anybody yelling at them. <laughs> but you know? I think that, I mean, I don't know why someone would take something as little. I mean, $5,000 is a lot of money to me. But, but I don't know why somebody not, would take that. In the grand that. scheme of things. Except now, right now, with the way, how much things cost and no one's getting paid more, it's really fucked up. Like, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but the city commission or Broward County commission was having a meeting. They're raising taxes in some of these cities and lighthouse point, which is a very wealthy yeah. area, um, is they're going to have their taxes raised some to like $5,600 for the year. And that's a lot of money. And they're out there begging the County commission testify, you know, speaking at the meeting saying, please begging, please, please don't do this because what they're doing is making it unaffordable, right? right. They're making these homes unaffordable, like the like homeowners I mean, insurance. <laughs> and, and so if you have the opportunity to get $5,000, like right. maybe somebody would take it like things like that. I mean, even yeah. though it looks like someone can afford something, sometimes it's not the case. That's you true. Know? I mean, I don't know. We live in a I mean, we live in a in a state, and I I know this is happening everywhere. Inflation is up everywhere, but we live in a very unaffordable place. We are now. I mean, they compare living in Florida to like living in New York, yeah, or living in California, which is, it's so hard. Like in California, you can't go buy a house in California no. unless like you have millions of dollars. You know what I mean? But also, like, how many people are one car accident away from? like losing their job and then not being able to pay their bills. You know, a lot of the homeless people that there was a great like um, investigative series done by the Sun Sentinel a couple of years ago where they went interviewed all these homeless people that were living like at the library. And most of them had like, there was a woman, I will never forget it. She had a car accident and she wasn't able to go to work for like two weeks and lost everything, lost everything because she didn't get two paychecks. She couldn't pay her bills, lost her apartment. Like, everything goes but this is how most people are living on the streets is because of one bad thing happens right. to them and that's it and they don't have safety nets to catch them no. people around them who can help them or whatever it is you know and then right now it's the state that's doing this to people it's not a car accident no. it's literally this it's they're making the cost so high here for insurance because we live in a very um you know weren't, weren't you the one scary place that our, with the our, that our insurance commissioner just said that the reason why all of our insurance companies are leaving the state of Florida is because because of because Florida's too woke for them. Oh, it's that was not, the CFO said that. Yeah. Oh, the video I sent you. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, has nothing to do with, you know, climate change or hurricanes or 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 insurance companies being in bed with, you know, the governor. It's because Florida's woke. What kind of dipshit logic is that? Like what? All they do is pass the buck and pass the buck and well, pass the buck and pass the buck. They yeah. take no accountability. Yeah. There's no honest look at how we can save Floridians money. There's no honest. I mean, we, we I mean, it's going to come to a point where it's going to be so hard for people to live here. Like I think about my own children when they end up out of school and getting like a first kind of job somewhere. How are they going to even be able to get an apartment? Like I was 
when no, I was can't. college Most people age, live home now. Yeah. And when I was college age, I could have an apartment. I mean, I had a roommate, but I had a time where I didn't have a roommate, but I was able to pay my bills, not making some big salary. You know what I mean? But I could still exist and live and go out and have fun. And it's, that is gone down here. Yeah. That this is not a place for young people. And I imagine young families trying to start out and buy a home and it's, it's outrageous. Yeah. And with the, in the, in the uh, mortgage like, rates at seven something percent. But, also like, it's but also like the thing that's so confusing and, and like we've talked about this before, so insulting is that we're literally talking about, it's just so close to home. It's upsetting, but like we're talking about people's homes. Yeah. Right. And like, if someone's pleading with you, that the insurance is too high and it like it jumps it's gone up 206 percent in two years it's outrageous and how are people supposed to find the the difference in money and it, and it's not accessible like it's not a thing and so when people are writing to you and emailing you and pleading with you and your response is oh state farm is woke like it's a slap in the face <laughs> to hard-working people everywhere in the state that? like literally it's a very easy explanation. State Farm is losing money here. Yep. They're a business. There's a reason they're leaving. It's not because of woke and <laughs> wanting to go after Bud Light or whatever, oh this, whatever this idiot it's governor so is doing. Dumb. It's literally because insurance companies are a business and they're in business to make money. And Florida is too risky, like California and Louisiana. Like insurance here is very expensive and they're not going to roll the dice on it. And I, uh, it's completely understandable. Right. If you're in business to make money, you have and you to leave. And you got to shell now, out millions and millions and millions and millions every hurricane yeah. season. And that's completely it's different not. than the companies who make all of that money and then don't pay on claims. Those are criminals. Yep. State Farm was making business decisions just like every other company who has left here. They were made business decisions to leave. It's an easy explanation. Where the government comes in isn't to chastise State Farm, but to look at like what we can do for the insurance commissioner, right. Wyarski or whatever that guy's name is, to actually go after the criminals the insurance companies that take money and then don't pay out on claims and leave people with nothing. The, the insurance That's what companies the can do. The insurance companies that would rather throw $10,000 bonuses at employees because they're going to cut how much money they have to pay out to the people who've paid your insurance. Yeah. Like that to me is such trash. Or short. You know what or, I mean? Or, or, or they should like, get rid of that whole bonus system. Yeah. And also looking, giving CS, CEOs bonuses in their companies. Oh, please. When like that also is a law that you can't do that. That's a law in Florida that you can't give CEOs bonuses if you don't have enough in your stockpile, if there's a fucking hurricane, off, right? Yeah. Like that's a real thing. That that company we talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, Universal, I forgot the name of it. It's not Universal Property, but it's Universal something. They, they didn't do that. They were giving these bonuses and not preparing for uh the hurricane that hit over there. Yeah. Like and it, how do you take a bone? Like, and I don't understand, like I get it. You're a CEO, you're running a company. I don't understand people getting bonuses that are 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, a hundred thousand more. Like, I don't understand that. You've got a good salary. Why are you? And, and I think in the world of insurance that that shouldn't be a thing. 
that the money should be just making sure that that money is there, especially in a state like Florida, to cover the cost. Like we're paying all this money so that some asshole can have a better boat. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really um, it's gross. It's and it's a it's a risky business to begin with. Health insurance, auto Ugh. insurance. Like they're betting that you're not going to get sick. Right. They're betting that you don't have a pre-existing condition. They're betting that you have a good roof on your house. They're betting like they they take all of that into account. That's what the four point inspection is for. How good is this house that we're looking at? And then we'll figure out if we want to give you insurance and how much we're going to charge you for it. It all goes into it. Also, <laughs> I got to have to check. Uh, I have to call the property appraiser's office now because I put a new roof on my house to get lower, to get credits on my insurance. So I'd, my mortgage wouldn't be a lot of money next year, right? Like my escrow would be lower, right? Yeah. I get a letter from the Broward County property appraiser saying, oh, just so you know, one of our agents came out to your house because we saw that you did recent construction based on my permit, right? That I put a new yeah. roof on my house. So they're going to probably adjust the value of my house, which would also going to increase my taxes. So like trying to save money on insurance, then my taxes go up. Like where do you I catch win. a break? You can't win. Where can I catch a motherfucking break over here? Like I don't get it. I don't understand what... And then also, if I were to sell my house, where am I going? My, 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 my rent in an apartment would be twice what my mortgage is. It's, it's a wild. It's, yeah, and the I, rent and then, down here is crazy. What are we doing? What are we doing here? What are you doing to people? And it's not like I make pennies. I make good money. I make good money to have my job, which I am so grateful for. But like... If I were to leave my company, I would never make this amount of money anywhere else. I couldn't, not at the position that I have. So like all of these things work together. I, I, I don't know. It's, um, it's completely mind boggling to me how they expect people to survive. And then when you see just those, like it was a, it was a GOP dinner, the state dinner that they had in Florida where just all these videos uh. came out from these leaders who were speaking. And that was one of them. It was, a, it was these, uh, he, oh, these sons of bitches want to leave Florida, the insurance companies, bro. Just oh, let's please. get back. They're stop, so full of shit Stop too. looking for like taglines of like how you can uh. get the crowd worked up. We're literally dying out here. We're literally suffering and going to lose our homes. Like it's not, care. it's not, we're not here for your boy, your boisterous sort of fucking speeches. We're, we're not here to eat the slop of your bullshit speech. Ooh. We're not here for it. We just want to pay our bills. We don't give a fuck if you're a Democrat or Republican. Just do right by the people, which is what you've been elected to do. It's what you've been elected to fucking do. But they can't do it. They can't do like, it. Like I think people have really lost sight of like what you're supposed to be doing in government. It's not building a fucking uh, new clubhouse in your city. It's not, you know, giving speeches about woke insurance companies. Just do right by people. Like if that's what you've been, your, 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 your literal job is just to do that. It, not to make laws to make people's lives more dangerous and push back on people. Yep. It, it, not, 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 you know, condemn Nazis. Like, can we just get back to like, real life issues with people like that's all we're looking for it's completely fucking frustrating to live here and have to watch this horse shit i know and we're in a state that is just constantly under the microscope we're constantly looked at as like a shithole to we're turn, constantly yeah. you know but like to turn and, and, your and, and back on people which is what those that which is basically what that is you are blaming woke shit and turning your back on the real issue it's just you're supposed right. to be finding solutions to make it better here and all you're doing is going mm, it's woke it's woke Fuck, it's dude when a, you do a, that you're turning your back on people hard working people here but the thing is 
we and we say it every time it's not just those elected it's the voters that put them there because yep. there's voters going yeah those woke insurance companies with when, when they're not they're going to be priced out of their neighborhoods they're going to be priced out of their house with property tax and everything and they're going to go it's because of the woke insurance company because they're like they, you know what i mean they can't see beyond yeah, the but bullshit you know what? that is being peddled so, to them. So that's so that's gonna be that's gonna be it. Like like the folks that were in that Pembroke Pines Century Village when they're bound, pounding on the doors. Like maybe they did vote for DeSantis, maybe they didn't. But it's really gonna come down to when they go. Well, we're sorry you're losing your home. Woke. They're gonna go. Excuse me. Like well, we'll it's see. Really Hopefully, no, they will because it's it doesn't make sense when you're living on the fucking streets now. You can't accept woke. It's just right. you're trying to feed us horse shit and 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 uh i just i i, I don't get it I, I i is when you said that you don't trust government neither do i but i know the what it's there for right right like we know why we need these right. people and we and and but they working, just don't do what they're supposed all to do. of the volunteering <laughs> and work that we've done in these circles for yes. all the years that we did it you can see the horse shit coming a mile away how many meetings did we sit through where one candidate after the other is standing up there and maybe out of 10 there's one that you can tell actually knows what they're talking about yep. and is actually sincere and has integrity right. the rest of them are just it's literally like oh i'll run and they give you some horseshit bullshit right. like right. it's just it's just in it's uh exhausting the whole thing is, is exhausting and all and, we're asking is to exist right. right all we want to do is exist and have a safe place to live be able to put a little bit of money in our savings have a health nice health insurance we're not you know what i mean all we're doing is trying to raise our children in a good place good schools happy healthy like that's all we want we don't want to get bent over and fucked every second like it's it's enough already it's enough enough well that's another week of florida you know every time i i watch the show our show the muck podcast <laughs> I, I always watch it and when i get like that i go what happened like i'm little it's uh, like one thing i'm not triggered. gonna ever yeah. do that again oh and well. then something gets said and I, I mean here i am this is the second time i've been yelling are. now on the podcast today well you know what has to happen yeah well all right well I, I guess, guess I guess that's it. Uh, we have a busy couple of weeks with recording. We do. We're going to be guests on two, two podcasts. Woo! So fucking excited. Uh, so I can't excited. wait. I know. It's, it's going to be, be fun. And then we got to so do, fun. then we have to do a double recording because we'll be in New York. Hi. 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 Oh my God. I think my Meg be... Ryan went Harry oh met Sally fantasy. <laughs> Don't you think we are going to be so cute in New York? We're going to be so fucking we're gonna cute. We're going to be so in cute in we're New York. So fucking cute. It's going to be the best. Oh girl. Ah! I really feel like I know we're going to be, I'm going to take you around everywhere on Friday. But I think on Friday we will be like, I, I really want to walk through Central Park and like I sit just, on benches and like fucking I, like, do the whole thing. I like chill. am so excited. Yeah. I just, I can't wait to feel like the fall yes. wind yes. and weather on my yeah. skin. It's been so long since I've been yeah. in the fall. Yeah. And, <gasps> I'm and we're getting boosted. We're getting Ooh, boosted this week. Yes, so we're we getting that jab, baby. Get the jam. Gotta get my jab. <laughs> Once this little sniffle goes away. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn sniffle. <laughs> I got the sniffles. 
fucking hate the sniffles. <laughs> you think you hear sniffles? That word's like, so funny to me. It's, sniffle. It sounds cute. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, you have the sniffles. It's a little thing. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah you well, feel anytime. Gross. You, yeah. No. No. Anytime my stomach starts to get upset, I'm like, my mm, you used to let my, my stomach five minutes ago was fine. Like yeah. Like what happened? Like oh god, no. Why? <laughs> my god. Oh god. And I haven't had like a sore throat in so long. Yeah. I I felt like I was well, swallowing freaking razors i'm like you said uh you said you texted me because you know you start to feel sick and you're being yeah. like i've got covid right you took a covid yeah. test it was negative yeah that was me last weekend i had started to feel like a little sick my nose was running and i was like oh god i was in a crowd like yeah. maybe this is a thing like i went to my daughter's open house and i was like yeah. trying to avoid a huge hallway of people and yeah. i'm like trying not to sit next to people and i'm like oh god and i had taken a covid test last weekend because i was just like i just want to make sure yes <laughs> you know but you know what uh, it's the responsible thing to do. Yeah. You know, cause I, I, I was like, well, I'm not, ha you know, I don't have the fever. I don't have the chills. I don't have, you know, I felt like cold here and there, but like, you know, I, I wasn't feeling like I was like, you know, I've had COVID before and yeah. I did not feel like that, but I was like, well, you never know. Cause you, you don't always have a fever or you yeah. don't always the have symptoms this change. Yeah. And you know, Dude, my, we have I families had, and we have yeah. friends and yeah. I feel like it's, it's our responsibility to just take that test to confirm that it's not. And move on. I when but I but you COVID, forget that was, there's regular colds. You yeah, know what I mean. Right, you just, right, right. Like, right. Automatically, like you said, you just think it's. I'm COVID. still gonna wear a mask on the plane. I told you that. Yes, like, as I plane, am too. Plane rides, no. And when when I went to Memphis, uh, we were on the plane and we both wore masks on the plane. And I swear to God, both plane rides, although I think we took two and then two back, like you stop, you know? Yeah. And people were coughing all around us. And I was like, thank God we have masks on right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I would be out but of my mind. they should be wearing masks. I agree. But like at least, yeah. you know, so I, even though we're getting boosted, yeah. I'm definitely going to wear a mask on the plane. Probably not walk around the city, but definitely yeah. on the plane just to, just yeah. to be extra precautious i think that's okay you're in the closed space with yeah. with with the air recycling through there like and I, are you I doing know. a double like i'm doing my flu and COVID at the same time I, i've never gotten a flu shot oh i do a flu shot every but i'm also in a place where i'm surrounded yeah, yeah, yeah. by people all the time yeah so. no i'm just doing the regular boost yeah i'm doing both baby i'm gonna get my oh. both done i guess i could talk about this another time but i was gonna okay. talk maybe i'll talk about it next week but okay the second season of uh and just like that ended the sex and the city spinoff oh. you know i complained but i did watch the whole thing mostly oh, because my daughter and i were like this is the worst ever but aiden does come back oh and i am, did they ruin aiden you know what oh, you know what i'm so glad i didn't see they it. didn't ruin him but the way that the whole thing happened I, I, and the whole situation i'm just very upset with so we'll talk about it next time next time next time okay okay well all right next week bye, bye. <laughs> if you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories please go to our website www.themuckpodcast.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.